Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v It's good to have you on board. We're live in Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, Brad Powers, 30 minutes from now, college football here. We begin with our good buddy, Nigel Seeley. We'll talk some soccer with him, some of the best bets that he has for the weekend. Good morning, mate. How you been? Very well, guys. How are you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm currently in Vienna, in Austria, playing at the tennis. <laughs> oh, tennis, Vienna, okay. Yeah, I'm waiting, to, I'm waiting to get the taxi to the airport, traveling back to London in about the next two hours. But I'm currently in Vienna. I'm staying at a hotel where Mozart was, uh, lived. It's a, very, a, a culture, culture. A bit like Paulie Howard, culture. I'm a very historic culture yeah, man. Yeah, sure. It's very similar. Very, very similar, very similar, yeah. What yeah. a life. And now you're coming out here next week. I mean, you're traveling all over the place. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Yep. And not, uh, from one extreme, to, one extreme, one extreme to another. I'm, I'm staying at a hotel where Mozart lived, and then I'm staying at a hotel where Wes Newton lived. Very yes. Different. Very similar. Uh, okay, so similar. Let, let's yeah. begin with the Tottenham match tomorrow. They're atop the table here in the Prim. It's been a great story. Do you think this hot run continues, Nigel? Well, yeah, I do. I think it does continue. I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure whether it's going to continue throughout the season. I mean, there's some books who've got them single figure odds now to win the Premier League title. Uh, there's a feel good factor around Tottenham. The manager's come in and he's been a breath of fresh air. He's changed the way the team play their style. They're very attractive to watch. They play high tempo soccer. Mm. Uh, a real good watch at the moment. But can they sustain this over 30 odd games and another, another 25 games of the season? I, I just don't think they can. If they have an injury to Son or have an injury to Madison, they're two key players. I don't think the squad is big enough and strong enough to compete with Manchester City, your likes of Liverpool and Arsenal going down the stretch. But regardless of this game at the weekend, I think they will win. I don't think there's going to be many goals, but I think the goals are going to come from Tottenham. If you look at Tottenham this season, they've scored at least two goals in every single one of their matches, bar one. And that was when they went to Luton and 1-1-0. But if anybody who watched that match against Luton or anyone looked at the stats, Tottenham had a player sent off, but still should have won three or four, three or four nil. On the metric, their goal expectations were very, very high. Um, they are good to watch. They're playing a Crystal Palace side who are playing terrible at the moment. My, as you know, my brother is a, a Crystal Palace fan. We've, we, we've got where I live locally is a lot of Crystal Palace supporters. They're in a real bad place at the moment. The fans aren't happy with the style of play. They haven't scored in four of their last five matches. Mm. They have a terrible record against Tottenham. Last year, Tottenham went to Crystal Palace and won 4-0 in this fixture. Crystal Palace have gone backwards since then, and Tottenham have certainly gone forward. So I like I like Tottenham. There's no surprise. On the money line, they're not going to you're not going to get really much value on them on the money line. 
But I think um, on the Asian handicap, minus 0.75, where half of your wager is on a minus one, a half on Tottenham, minus a half, and the other half wager is on a minus one goal. Um, I can see Tottenham winning by two clear goals here. I think Tottenham win two or three nil. Uh, I don't see Palace scoring. If you can get the win to nil for Tottenham, I think that's a, a good bet as well. Mm. And uh, Tottenham have a brilliant record in this fixture. And if you look at statistically uh, Crystal Palace in London derbies, and obviously this is a City derby, their record in recent years is shocking. So I think Tottenham will win. I think they'll keep the run going. They'll stay at the top of the table. They'll extend the lead to five points. But when it comes to the business then March, April, I think Tottenham will be found out with their squad then. Five matches on Sunday. Uh, Aston Villa also off to a hot start. They're top five in the table. I'm shocked Luton isn't in last place. They had the incredible draw last time out against Nottingham Forest. Aston Villa at home. What do you want to do here? Well, Aston Villa are on an unbelievable run as well. I mean, this Premier yes. League this season, I think it's a big gulf now between the top eight and the rest of the Premier League. I mean, and I think Crystal, I think Aston Villa are a side that are in the top six or seven through merit. They're a very good side. If you look at well, since the manager came in, Unai Emery, uh, they are the third strongest side in the Premier League on current form behind uh, Manchester City and Arsenal. So Aston Villa are a strong, strong team. Luton have had a little bit of change in fortune at the moment. They've played some good results. 1-0 against Tottenham, as I just mentioned there. But that should have been four. A 2-2 draw against Nottingham Forest. But they have been hit by some big numbers on the roads. I think Brighton put four past them. Tottenham, um, someone else, but Chelsea, Chelsea put three past them as well. So with Aston Villa, Aston Villa have now won their last 13 home matches and, they, and they're scoring goals. I think they've scored four uh, already this season. They scored six against Brighton. They've got goals all over the pitch. They won. They beat West Ham last week 4-1 four, four as well. So I'm going to go for them to cover. Um, the, the line here is minus one and a half. I think Aston Villa, Villa Park is a fortress and it's a, probably at the moment one of the toughest places to go in the Premier League. If this was Manchester City, Playing uh, loot, and I think the handicap would probably be about 2.75, 2.5, 2.75. Aston Villa is a whole goal less, and at the moment, on the current offensive stat, they're as good as anyone in the Premier League. They have goals all over the place, and I think they're going to beat Luton very easily. And Paulie, you'll be sitting pretty on your uh, Luton bets to finish on the bottom of the table because they're going to lose again here. Okay, and also Sunday, I know you like Liverpool. Uh, they haven't played up to their potential yet, but still right there, top four in the table. Liverpool against Nottingham Forest Sunday. Yeah, I mean, the reason I like this much, and I've, I mentioned to you just guys just off air there, I mean, Liverpool haven't played at all well. I mean, they played terrible against Newcastle, and they're down to, they got sent, players sent off and they won the match at Newcastle, which was an amazing performance. They didn't play at all well uh, last week against Everton, but they managed to win 2-0. Uh, they didn't play very well against Tottenham, and I know they lost that game, but they were down to nine men. They're, 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 but I, don't, I still don't think that Jurgen Klopp, the, the Liverpool manager, knows his best team. He's got all these players that he's brought in new, and he doesn't know how to fit them all in. And I think they just haven't hit stride yet. And the fact that they're even touching distance at the top of the Premier League is a really good sign for Liverpool betters. So I like Liverpool strongly here. They're playing Nottingham Forest, who, for me, were the well, they were the worst road team in the Premier League last season. They had an abysmal record on the road. They come to this season, they beat Chelsea early doors and everyone thought, oh, OK, they, they were, they're going to get better on the road. Since then, they've been pr really poor. They haven't won a match on the road. And they go to Liverpool where every single Liverpool played six at home this season, one six. And every one of them, they've won by at least two goals. So I think they cover here, Liverpool. And I just feel that Liverpool at the moment mm -hmm. are going to hit their stride soon. And they're going to beat someone by a big margin. And it could be not in the forest this week, given their troubles on the road. If you look at the record in the last four matches uh, at Anfield, where Liverpool have played Nottingham Forest in, the F in, in this year, Liverpool have scored 16 goals against Nottingham Forest in their last four home matches uh, in recent years. So they're averaging four goals a game against Nottingham Forest at Anfield. And I just feel that Liverpool have got a big win in them against someone coming up soon. They haven't played well, but I think someone's going to get a, a, a bit of a beating. And I think okay. it's going to be Nottingham Forest this weekend. So I'm going to go Liverpool minus one and a half or minus 1.75 but I think they'll cover that handicap as well. So it's, I think it's a great week for favourites. I think if you look at the Premier League right. this week, there's a lot of heavy favourites. Very hard to make a case against them. Are they worth a flyer to win the whole thing? Well, I've bet them to win the whole thing already, Mitch. And, I, I'm, you know, I've bet them in, I bet, I bet Man City to win it and, uh, and Liverpool to finish second or in that order as well. Okay. But I think, I think Arsenal are playing the best they can and they're going to have a little bit of a blip, especially when they get into the Champions League. 
I don't think Tottenham can main, maintain the challenge. And Liverpool have, have arguably the best, one of the best squads, or probably the second best behind Manchester City. And they don't have the distractions of playing in Champions League in midweek, which I think is going to help them going down the stretch. And they've won it before. So I think as we stand now, I think they're the value. Follow the money. Paulie and Mitch, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley, our guest at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. I tailed you on this. You gave this out uh, before the season. Championship League. Middlesbrough has won six in a row now in league. Uh, you like them to finish you know, flyer to win the league, but also finish top six in the table. They are hot after a slow start. What do you think of their match Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they had a terrible start. They were sitting in the bottom three. I was thinking, what, what on earth have I done here? They sold their best player, their top goal scorer. They took them a little bit of time to, to rebuild. They've got a very good coach. But they've actually won their last seven now, Paulie. They're, 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 they are, if you took Leicester are the informed team in that division, right. and they're blowing the division away. Yeah. But Middlesbrough are behind them. Uh, they play Stoke at the weekend, uh, and they're at home to Stoke. They're, I saw an opening price of minus 125 on Middlesbrough. I know it's a minus money shot, but I think that, that will be bet. I cannot see how Middlesbrough can will start at minus 125 here. Stoke did win in the weekend against in last night against Leeds in the in the championship in the, the league below the Premier League. But on the metrics, they were very, very lucky. Leeds missed the penalty as well. They only won it 1-0. But the Stoke rode their luck in that match. They won't ride their luck against a, an informed Middlesbrough. I fancy Liverpool, uh, Middlesbrough to win this. And I think minus 125, you get around that price, is, is a decent bet at the weekend in right, the very, championship, which is the one, right. one league below the Premier League. Yep, you got it. Cool. Uh, do you have a lean on the Europa today? Just it's an obvious one, but I think you've got to. It's, just, it's not something that we've done all season. You want you want to get your goals with Brighton matches. Yes. Brighton play Ajax. Ajax, the Dutch side, are really struggling at the moment. Ajax, they're having their worst season in their history. They're conceding goals at an alarming rate. But Ajax do score as well. Brighton, we know, score loads of goals every single. They're the over yep. kings. The line is three and a quarter uh, in the Premier League. Brighton match has been going off at three and a half. Mm-hmm. This match here could be anything. I think if you're looking for. An overbet tonight, bet that and throw in some really crazy scores. I mean, really something like 5-2, 4-2, that kind of just randomness at really big big odds. Throw a little couple of dollars on them and have a little bit of rise luck with some crazy scores in Brighton VIX this evening in the Europa League. All right, lad. Great catching up again. Uh, we know that you're a big wig now, but if you have time for Estella next week <laughs> when you're in Las Vegas, let us know, okay? Right. Listen, I'll always have time for you two guys, mate. No problem whatsoever. And uh, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you around uh, in the in the circuit next week. Looking forward to it. Thanks, buddy. He's going okay. to see you too out here Friday. The spear. What a life! I'm glad that uh, he invited us. Yeah. Well, I don't know those ticket prices. Yeah, I think tough. you. T- I think that venue would be worth it. Yes. No. I, I'm with I, you. I, I keep totally. looking at videos, and I'm totally. blown away every time I see something yep. here. Yeah. So, You're right, though. This is a great race. I mean, they're, they're, uh, look they're, at the top a hell of the of table. Race. That's right. Maybe Man City again. Wins it when it's all said and done, but uh, certainly it's very intriguing right now. Yeah, you can follow Nigel on X. He's at Sealy underscore Nigel. We have uh, plenty of news to hit in the National Football League and a Thursday night game to discuss coming up next. Uh, this point spread, by the way, early on here in the morning, the day of the game, eight and a half, nine, nine, ten, ten here at Circa. Uh, we'll get into that, and uh, they've had. Several issues stopping this position on the season. So will this star go off tonight as a result? We'll discuss next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We'll talk college football with Brad Powers, get his best bets of the weekend coming up in 15 minutes. Mike Palm in studio at the top of the hour. A lot to go over with him, Paul Charchian, uh, talking fantasy and tonight's game as well. And when uh, you look at the point spread, Paulie, between the Buccaneers and the Bills, this game is in Buffalo tonight. It's been, um, well, all climbing. Let's put it that way. And earlier, an hour ago, DraftKings had it eight and a half. They're now at nine. The Westgate here in Las Vegas and beyond, they have nine and a half. And Circa, they have 10. And they've been sitting here. It's 10 minus 105 on the Bills. But it's been 10 now for a while here for this game. Mayfield, questionable for the game. Uh, There was a report from Tom Pelissero earlier. Godwin and Mayfield, both questionable, but he said they're expected to play in this game. Buffalo right now in pretty poor form when you go back since that Miami blowout yep. when they won 48-20. to 20, I, can't, I'm not, I don't care how bad the Buccaneers might be. Lane, now 10 points with Buffalo seems like a huge number to me. Yep, and the slow starts continue to haunt Buffalo as well, and they got it going in the second half to come all the way back and take the lead against the Patriots, and then they give up the, uh, the touchdown late. So uh, remember, two weeks ago, Mayfield said, I suck. And he comes out and he was bad again against Atlanta. So 17 points per game. They're 27th in scoring. And after the hot start, they've lost three or four now. And the offense has been a mess. But, you know, you asked me about Survivor and and do you want to lay with Buffalo? I mean, that was alarming what happened against the Giants. You come home off the Jacksonville game when you were sleepwalking and you're a 16-point favorite and you should have lost the game. Uh, And how bad they looked offensively as well. So we thought there'd be issues defensively because you lose Milano and White. But I am shocked what's going on here with the offense. And this is going to cost people some jobs here. Now, I, the situation with Dorsey and, and and if they can't figure this out uh, offense, I mean, their, their window might close too. I mean, I, I'm not ready to draw a line through them. But suddenly you look at this and say, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. And if you go from, you were thinking the last couple of years, you were the best team in the league and the squib kick. If you just squib, you, you beat Kansas City and you lose that game. And now you get blown out at home by Cincinnati in the playoffs, and now you're off to a 4-3 and three start here. There's a lot to be concerned about in Buffalo. I'll ask you this. Okay, on the spot, who's the second-best team in the AFC? Baltimore? Baltimore, yes. Agreed. i go Kansas City, Baltimore. I would. After that, who's the third-best team? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even considering no, Buffalo I'm at not this even, point. Right, right. So at, to your point, like they were power-rated as the best team in football Two years ago, three years right. ago, had their right. chances. And now, when you start to go like power rating-wise, current form, all the injuries, 
we're at number three right now. I would consider a team like Jacksonville ahead of Buffalo. Some might think that's crazy. I don't. Um, Miami, have they have a lot of uh, issues, obviously, with the injuries. I would keep looking in the north, actually, for other teams that might be b- better than this team. So I don't know where that number is, but they're not close to number one right now. Right. And and I don't and, and with the form they're in, they can't be favored at Cincinnati next week, which we talked about as well. So uh, I do, I, you can't get there. I would play Diggs over tonight with Knox out, and, and Diggs has been the one big-time player for Buffalo with five 100-yard games. And I I think I, I will go over with Evans, too. And Paul Charchin will have a, a comment on Godwin coming up. Mm-hmm. But uh, 82 yards against Atlanta, and he had 10 targets the week before as well. So they have a rapport there, and he's at least uh, throwing to him. And it could be a show-me game, too. According to rumors and reports, Evans could be on the block. Mm-hmm. So that's another one about wants to show people here on, on the big stage that uh, he still has a lot left and you should make a move for him if you need a wide receiver. But, you know, the game maybe you want to tease. Hard to get there with the over as well with what's gone on in Tampa offensively. But, you know, as we get as I said months ago, they were total fraud. And, and what happened even though they got off to the hot start, couldn't move the ball against Philadelphia. Couldn't move the ball against Detroit and couldn't move the ball against Atlanta. And, yeah. and had no business beating the Vikings week one. Right. And But I will say, if they can't move the ball in this game against a banged up, across the board defense for the Bills, a team that just allowed Mac Jones right. to throw for 272 yards and go right down the field for that game-winning touchdown, and he had a passer rating of, what, 126 last week? The Buccaneers need to do something tonight in this game because it's set up for them to actually be okay and be effective offensively. Now, on the flip side, can they stop the best player? And you said that, look, it's a big number for Diggs. I expect him to have a really big game tonight. Here at Circa, his uh, receiving yards prop is 90 and a half. You can find lower than that if you want to go over. This has been a major issue for Tampa Bay on the season. When you look at number one receivers so far and what they've done, Jefferson, 9 for 150. DJ Moore, 6 for 104. A.J. Brown, 9 for 131. Amon Ross St. Brown, 12 for 124 and a touchdown. Like, all of those receivers went over 100 yards. They all had at least six catches. Some of them had nine. Like I said, St. Brown had 12 because he's a target monster. Diggs is clearly like the number one go-to guy tonight uh, and has been all year long for Josh Allen, hence the number being that high. So he should have a really nice game. His anytime touchdown number is plus 115. And I think he's scored, what, in five different games so far this year? Now, I, I get what I deserve because I played Buffalo in a, in a teaser, not in a teaser, in a survivor pool here at Circle last week. I went against my own philosophy and strategy of playing a road team and a divisional game. Well, they, were, they hit both, both those criteria last week, and I, I ignored it. And they lost. And so that ticket deserved to lose. Now, I asked you earlier about playing them in Survivor here. If you still have them, I think your point was spot on. You don't play them tonight. You save them for uh, Denver in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you can get there, obviously. And does Allen take care of the ball, too? I mean, it's just that, that game against the Jets week one. And how do you look like that against Miami and look like an MVP? And then how, how much he struggled... Uh, two of the last three weeks. He has thrown an interception the last 11 games against an NFC opponent. Uh. Do with that what you want as well. So, He has seven on the year, which I believe is tied for third yep. most uh, in the entire league. And then also it throws a wrench into things if Mayfield is unable to go. Because I don't know what you're going to get out of Trask. Uh, but the other thing, it was smoke and mirrors to start. It was Mayfield third down magic yep. uh, and, and, and the completion percentage and the conversion rate, which you couldn't keep up and sustain. So that's now, and you can't run the ball, which again, that's been a problem for years, the 27th, uh, 29th rather, with rushing attack. So, I yep. know um, Sal Pal said they, they think they get an easy win and cover. I can't do that in current, current form. I, I can't no. get there with Buffalo. And maybe if you want to get nuts with the total, you can go under 35 and a half plus 255. That's available. All right. Other news in the league. Brock Purdy is in the concussion protocol, quarterback for the 49ers. Sam Darnold practiced in his place on Wednesday. The 49ers moved from five and a half to a three and a half point favorite at home against Cincinnati. And uh, no player to hit the concussion protocol this year has actually played that same week. He went into the uh, protocol. It happened during a quarterback sneak in the game on Monday night against the Vikings. Mm. 
So how many points is uh, that drop off Purdy to Darnold? I don't know. Don't know. All uh, reports that came out in the preseason, like at training camp. Right. People who cover the 49ers said Darnold looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, that this really would be something if he lights it up and they win the game. Because you still have the, the Purdy doubters out, out there, which, again, the interceptions came after the concussion as well. So they've covered 10 in a row at home. They've been a juggernaut so far at home going back the last couple of years, but uh, they need this bye week big well, uh, coming up. And uh, and it, also, I, I wanted to see the defense do a better job. It's You know how bad the spot is for the 49ers? Coming off of a mm-hmm. uh, Monday night game, that's probably, give or take, a three-and-a-half, four-hour flight to get back to the Bay Area. So they got back yeah. way probably early Tuesday morning, and now the Bengals are coming right. off of a bye week, and the 49ers are banged yeah. up. Well, the Bengals did not look good against the uh, Seahawks, though. Oh, they haven't looked yeah, they, good this the, year. The offense didn't do anything in that game after the first quarter. So they, they shouldn't have won that game. It was a defense standing up, and, and Geno couldn't cash in in the red zone. Yep. Uh, Tyreek Hill did not practice on Wednesday. Hip injury. Raheem Mostert did not practice on Wednesday. Ankle injury. Dolphins playing the Patriots this weekend. Uh, they have a game next week against the Chiefs, which is a big boy, obviously. And uh, this number, again, the opener was 12 and a half plummeting, dropping like a rock now. Uh, eight and a half is the number in that game. And then I can't wait because I think it's going to be a busy deadline as well. You brought up the Titans a couple of times. I got to bring up the Broncos mm-hmm. again. They are listening or they are willing to listen to teams that call, according to report, for Patrick Sertain, Justin Simmons, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and others on the team. All available, according to reports. Yep. See what they look like against the Chiefs and also uh, Tennessee from that standpoint. Will I be here? Am I auditioning? What will happen? Uh, Ravens rumored to be after Henry. So, And then I don't know what, what the Levis-Willis thing will look like either uh, if Tannehill can't go, and I don't, I don't think Tannehill will play against Atlanta. Got a uh, message earlier during the show. Somebody was uh, shopping around for Derrick Henry's next team if he's traded. You can find Baltimore at 9-1. to one. All right. Makes sense. Sal, I'd like to see it happen. Sal Pell was making the case yesterday for uh, the Eagles. He said, yeah, you just I, traded for Biden. Go, go make another trade. Mm-hmm. Just going to tear the whole thing down, huh? I thought it would happen. I called it in August. I think they're going to do this, and yeah. they know we're going to punt on the season. Professional sports better Brad Powers on the show. Up next, we'll talk college football. He liked Oregon minus four against Utah. What, what does he make of the number now? This is Follow the Money on VSIN. I'm a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, ROI, and who has a hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Sign up today, $19 for your first month. VSIN.com slash subscribe. College uh, football here. Professional sports better Brad Powers joins the program now. He's on X at Brad Powers 7. The website is bradpowersports.com. Uh, Good morning, Brad. Thanks for the time. We appreciate that. You bet Oregon uh, minus four early, early on Sunday morning. The number reached seven earlier in the week. Now most uh, Vegas shops, have uh, they have that number at six and a half. Now what do you make of that number today against Utah? Yeah, so it's intriguing. Um, Paul Rangs would say Utah was a side uh, in this game because uh, I'm only right around four and a half on the power ring. So why did I lay four uh, market anticipation as far as the move? And I also think matchup wise, uh, Oregon, I'm not sure that Utah can go score for score. Not that I think it's going to be necessarily a high scoring game. I just think, you know, Utah showed some improvement offensively the last couple of games. They're facing a little bit better defense this week than what they did last week at the Coliseum, and I'm just not sure Bryson Barnes and that passing attack is there to, to, to keep pace with an Oregon team. But with that being said, obviously we've got Bo Nix Road <laughs> situation yeah. in play here, but I, I think Oregon is the best team in the Pac-12, the most complete team, offense, defensively in the Pac-12. And, and look, I hate using the do factor, but obviously Dan Lanning in a lot of these close games, super aggressive, 
None of them have worked out uh, as far as the fourth down calls. Uh, the last you know, couple games at the end of last season, obviously the Washington game, sooner or later he's going to hit gold with a few of those aggressive play calls on fourth down. So I, I, I lean towards Oregon. Not, just because it's the biggest game of the week doesn't mean it's the you know, most value bet of the week. Good call on Cam Rising, who's out for the year. Uh, think of Utah. He, they said he was going to start on the depth chart in August before the Florida game. How frustrating has, has this been for what you do with what coaches are doing with the injury report and also at quarterback? Well, I'll say this. Yeah, it can be frustrating when you're on the wrong side of it, to say the least. Uh, we talked off air about the, the the Air Force Navy situation last week. We're a little bit frustrating there because I was on the Navy side. Plus, I mean, the shenanigans going for two down 11 was ridiculous. But yep. uh, when you're on the right side of it, eh, it could be. And you tend to, when you're reading, you know, tea leaves and whatnot, you can tend to be on the right side of some of these injury reports more often than not in college football. So obviously I, I know everyone wants a standardized injury report. Uh, I get that. I, I feel you on, on most cases there, but sometimes when you legit have some inside information, it's not out there, it'd be pretty advantageous to you. Okay. So then who would be next up then as the quarterback who might be in that same boat as Cam Rising was? Not as confident in this one, uh, but I am just reading the tea leaves. Nobody, you know, has told me, you know, that that's for certain. But Jalen Daniels, Kansas, getting similar vibes. It's a back issue. Uh, as I get older, I understand, you know, back issue can linger <laughs> yeah. for for a long time. Uh, he's in that, you know, cutoff as far as you know. You can play four games and uh, get redshirted. Uh, so I, you got a capable backup in Jason Bean. So I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised, Jalen Daniels. Kansas might be a, a guy that gets end up shutting down the rest of the season. Okay, excellent. The first TV show is Tuesday with the rankings. Who Give us your top five power-rated teams, please. Yeah, obviously Michigan at the top, and Michigan a little bit of margin now over number two Georgia. Michigan a three-point favorite over Georgia. Neutral, I know a lot of people say, well, give me Georgia at three. Well, keep in mind, that that's currently, that's without Brock Bowers, so well, let's see what Georgia can do offensively without him first uh, before I change that power rating on the Bulldogs. So Michigan one, Georgia two, Buckeyes are three. I mean, they do have two big wins over Notre Dame and, and obviously mm-hmm. Penn State last week. This would be the sh- shocker for many, a two-loss team at number four, LSU. And uh, I guess sneaky suspicion I'm going to be on LSU next week uh, at Alabama where, you know, the market's probably going to have that line four and a half-ish. Uh, okay. I, I can't get anything more than three there. So LSU for me at four. Oregon, the team we just talked about, is number five. Now, I will say this. After t- the top three teams, I mean, the next ten teams are within three points of one another. So nothing substantial. Uh, you're talking decimal points in some instances, the difference between two slots. So uh, it would be a great year for the 12-team playoff. I'll put it that way. Yes, well said. Uh, how about the Buckeyes laying more than two touchdowns in Madison? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of what I'm seeing offensively with the Buckeyes outside of, obviously, Marvin Harrison. I do think that getting back Travion Henderson would be big. Buka at wide receiver should certainly help them out. Uh, I can't get there with Wisconsin just because not buying it yet. I know they had the big fourth quarter, but again, I'm all about changing one play, uh, one call, and what's the the narrative uh, around a team. And I, a very underrated uh, play last week was in the Wisconsin-Illinois game. Newton, the defensive tackle for Illinois, hits the quarterback. It's a fumble. Illinois is going to get the ball in the red zone, already up a couple scores on Wisconsin. It's targeting. He gets ejected. He's a first-team All-American, and now all of a sudden, where they can't move the football all game, Wisconsin has three scoring drives without the All-American up front for Illinois. So uh, change that play. What's the line? Is it close to 17? I'm guessing it would be if they're coming off a loss. So I'm going to lean, actually, Ohio State the favorite here. I I, I mean, I, I'd be stunned if Wisconsin's offense gets more than 17 points here. That's exactly okay. where I was going to go, uh, where I was going to go next, Brad. I'm looking at the team total of 14 and a half. Against Under this, for me. that's exactly where I, yep, spot on. Yeah, I think that's, and that's how you attack. And obviously, not widely available right now on team totals as you get closer to kickoff, get a little bit more uh, available in the market. But uh, that would be my preference on how to attack that one under 14 and a half. I mean, where's the. How, Where's the path to success for Wisconsin's yeah, I don't, offense? I, I don't see it. Quarterback. I just don't see it. If they do go over the total, it's going to be something shenanigan, like a, a non-offensive <laughs> touchdown, in my All opinion. Right. We're going to have to break a long run with Allen. Uh, what's the drop-off, and what do you think of, of Texas now with the quarterback situation? You, um, you make it 20 against BYU. 
Yeah, I only dropped it three points, believe it or not. So some people might be surprised by that. But uh, I watched Malik Murphy in the spring game, and I could have made a case that he was the best quarterback of the three Texas quarterbacks, including Arch, uh, in that spring game. So strong arm, very talented quarterback. A lot of programs wanted him to transfer out of Texas after that spring game. They, they wanted him to be their starter. So uh, I think a week of game planning here for Sark, they'll have a game plan. So now what did I do at open? Obviously market anticipation for me uh, when it was 20 and a half at that point, even though my power rank says, hey, that, that, that's you know fair. Mm-hmm. I thought, ah, the market, uh, d- that 20 and a half isn't reflective of obviously the viewers being out. So I did bet BYU now, but I'm looking to play back bigger Texas. So, uh, but we'll see if it ends up getting there. But I, I I'll tell you this, uh, I'm looking to fade BYU uh, when it's all said and done, not just this week. Uh, we're talking multiple weeks. This is a, a fraudulent team playing their third straight backup quarterback. Okay. All right. Very good. It's follow the money here on VEASAN, the sports betting network, professional sports better, Brad Powers, our guest, uh, the late game Saturday night, it's pack 12 after dark. Oregon State's a very good team. They play at Arizona. Arizona is six and one ATS, covering by what more than ten points per game. Do you are you comfortable laying more than a field goal here with the Beavers? Let's wait. I think there are some market indicators that says you can get a three out there. That's certainly a buy price for me on the road favorite. I think you're starting. Uh, Arizona's caught the eye now uh, officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're number one in the country as far as cover margin. So sometimes at this point in the season, you start paying a little bit of a premium on those teams. At three, I think you are paying a premium. So off the buy, Oregon, Arizona's going to have Oregon State's attention. And they're not overlooking Arizona after what Arizona's mm-hmm. done the last three games. So uh, I just think Oregon State's buttoned up, uh, balanced offense, Oregon State for me. Okay. You make Tennessee six against Kentucky? Yeah, power ratings, uh, strong play there. Now, situationally, uh, you know, keep in mind power rating mm-hmm. and an actual handicap on the game factor and the situations and everything is different. But uh, power rating says Tennessee. I bet Tennessee in this game. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying Kentucky. Again, you ch- the, the one data point that really sticks out to me uh, that's the outlier in Kentucky is the Florida game because I wasn't buying what I was seeing the first four games against questionable competition, and I certainly am not buying what I've seen the last two games mm-hmm. from Kentucky when they got blown out by Georgia and then really got dominated at home the last three quarters against Missouri. They got outscored 38-7, to so uh, Tennessee for me, but uh, with Milton, you never know what you're getting. Are we getting first half Alabama and Joe Milton, or are we getting yeah, second half? Yes, no kidding. Uh, Brad Powers with us here. We have about a minute left. Georgia, again, they have one cover on the year. They're laying 14 and a half against Florida in this rivalry spot. Do you think they blow them out or is this going to be close? I'm comfortable saying I don't know. I want to see what the offense looks like without Brock Bowers. That's saying something. A tight end's worth a point and a half, and I thought I was being conservative there. So uh, I'm not there yet on this one. 14 and a half is a fair number. That's fair. All right. And how about the other big game? I can't believe I'm saying this. UNLV and Fresno State. You made the case for Fresno to win the conference at 5-6 to 1, the status of their quarterback. And what do you think of the Bulldogs at home? Yeah, I'm not sure that Mikey Keene comes back. So uh, there was a good group that took UNLV here. I'm opposite it. I like Fresno. I okay. like the spot for Fresno off the bye. Give me the Bulldogs. I'll lay the points. His website is bradpowersports.com. He's on X at Power 7 Thanks, Brad. Good luck this week. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Great stuff out of Brad, uh, as always. He's right about Bowers. Maybe you have to wait and just let him breathe for a minute with him not being in that offense for Georgia. A tight end being worth a point and a half. He's that good? No doubt. Uh, we will get into tonight's NBA card coming up next. We'll tell you about a player who fared really well in this matchup a year ago, and I expect the same thing tonight. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW. Follow when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. We had a heavy card in the NBA last night. It was uh, fun to watch. A lot of games being played. A lot of action. Tons of talent. The Wemby game with the Spurs against the Mavs. My condolences if you had the Spurs plus the points. They were covering and or winning for the first, what, 47 minutes and change? And then Irving hits a big three. Luca with a step back three for the dagger. And uh, yeah, that Spurs ticket was no good. It flew over the total last night. Wemby had 15. Is he going to get down by the low block a little bit more? I played a, an alternate number on his rebounds prop over last night. I had no chance. He had five rebounds in yeah, the game. I was very disappointed with that. Yeah. Watch I, out. I would think he'd be on the block more, too. I mean, a lot of standing around by the three-point line early in the game. Most of it was, yeah. Yes. So keep an eye on his turnover prop, which you can find now yep. in several spots. It was one and a half last night. It was juiced to the moon at minus $2. I would suspect that immediately goes to two and a half with not, with not so heavy juice in the next game. He had five turnovers in the game. As for tonight, 76ers at the Bucks. This opened up five. Milwaukee's now laying six and a half in the game. There will be no James Harden. So they said he, he showed up. And for the foreseeable future. Bags packed. They said, nah, we yeah. don't think so, Jack. Yeah. So we'll see when he's going to come back. Harden was good in games against the Bucks last year. The first time they played, he played 40 minutes. He had 31, 8, and 9. There was also a game last year where he had 38, 10, and 9. Uh, and that was in a 133 to 131 in Milwaukee in early March. But the player that I'm looking at tonight, and uh, I know several have made the case for him to win most improved player this year. It's dry, the number has completely dropped. It was 20 to 1 at some spots a while back. He's like plus 750 now to win most improved. I, I would not bet that, but I, I expect that uh, Maxie's going to have a huge year for the 76ers. I bet his points prop over last night. I laid minus 117 on over 21 and a half. In the games last year against Milwaukee, he had 24, 26, and 29 in one of the games. And now, I don't think Milwaukee's going to be great defensively this year. I do think Drew Holiday was overrated defensively. But having said that, he was probably still the best guy they had in the back. In fact, he was the best guy they had in the backcourt defensively. So now you take him away, and I think Max is going to, you know, he's in store for a really good year. I like him to go over tonight. What say you? What would you do with a win total? 
not touch it. Do you have to wait and see what happens with Harden? I would, uh, yes. What if I get man in, in return? I like it. Yeah. I absolutely well, I, like I it. I think then. it's a big coaching upgrade for Philadelphia bringing in Nick Nurse. Uh, I think he's an excellent coach. And they won 50, what, two games last year? Um, see if they can get uh, over to 49 with this Harden circus. But um, they have a good team and a good roster. And then also Milwaukee. I just think this is going to be scary offensively. To think about, you're bringing in a guy who's 32 points per game with unlimited range and how it'll open things up for freak. You know, the whole thing was, oh, just pack the paint. And all that, okay, you can't do that now. Because now I, just, I just have Lillard, and just wide open and bombs away. And there's a big difference between not only Lillard and Middleton, Middleton but Lillard and, and Holiday. I mean, you just you can't leave this guy wide open. No. He's, a, he's a killer. Yeah, he is. What he'll do, shooting the ball on you. So now I get a guy who's 32 points per game and what this could be offensively and what this could look like. And I still have Lopez, and I still have a hell of a roster and Portis, and I still think uh, the, the, most, the best team in the league. But I, I'm a little concerned about what happened with Stotts here. You know, and if that's a, a big deal that he just he, he up and quit and left last week after there, being the assistant to come over and help with the Dame connection as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that looks like. And Milwaukee has a new coach. Not that I love Budenholzer, but uh, we'll see what that looks like. That so, could take a while to get yeah, used to. But, but maybe it's fireworks and it flies over. Concern maybe a little bit defensively, but uh, mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, people say always tread lightly the first week with totals in the NBA. So, oh, no, I totally agree. Right. And I don't know what to expect. I have to see what happens with Phoenix tonight if Booker plays and we're seeing a big move on the Lakers, which a great job by Phoenix in a low-scoring game, which again, after that, oh, well, they that- get off to such a hot start. And that game was, uh, what was that, 108-104 Phoenix on, on the opener. And they did an excellent job going to Golden State and getting the win. So, okay, that total was 235 and a half. Yeah. And it had no five chance point to go move over. too. Open 230. It got to 235 and a half here at Circa. Yeah. Like I, I, I noticed about a half hour before the game. I'm going back and forth with text with JVT. I'm like, this total seems like it's way too high. Now, so I bet the under at 235 and a half in that game. At first, I was worried. Then it completely died. As a result of that now, was that more Phoenix? Was it more of like, to your point, totals can be a little tricky here early on in the season. You don't know what the... The guys haven't played a preseason game in like a week. Are they in super great like form? Right. A lot of roster turnover. Uh, that's now a big bring, part you're bringing of it, right? in CP three and guy right different look now. So like when Phoenix plays the Lakers tonight, mm-hmm. were they the main culprit to play that game to the yonder? Are they going to be good defensively? I noticed this, um, and I know a lot of people who like what they did in the offseason from watching that first half against the Warriors. They are very lengthy. And they have the capability of having guys get out to the perimeter and a hand in a face at the drop of a hat. Like these six, seven guys, six, eight, six, nine guys who have very long arms, they were able to get in the faces of Clay Thompson, Chris Paul, Steph Curry almost immediately to make it a little bit more okay. challenging of a shot. So defensively, I think the Suns could actually be pretty good this year. But if Booker doesn't go tonight, he's doubtful. So morning, it's the NBA, so who the hell knows? But he was also like 50 50 to play on opening night. If for a second here that we could talk about him missing the game and Beal missing the game, are the Suns going to keep this close tonight yeah. within I w- six? I wonder if it would be a track meet if they'll run. Uh, and that, and certainly I don't uh, fault the Lakers what happened. Everyone for Denver was fantastic with the starters, how well the starters played for Denver. Yeah. But you think you'd be, you light a fire under Anthony Davis after he doesn't score in the second half. But, you know, I love this Laker roster, but there's also some – Prince looked great. But there's question marks about, you know, can Hachimura repeat what he did after they acquired him and how well he played in the playoffs? And and Russell's going to drive you crazy. Well, you he's know, already driving LeBron you saw, crazy. You saw that. He's mic'd up. And, you know, LeBron's saying, hey, I'm wide open here. And Russell comes down and jacks an ill-advised shot. Mm-hmm. What he's going to do. So I don't know what to expect game in, game out from the inconsistent Russell. Uh, still great roster, though. Uh, you know, Reeves is, is a stud. Davis, the acquisition of Prince. You know, you're going to get good and bad with Wood, who can't guard you, but can score. So maybe it's a track meet, and they and they outscore him tonight. But uh, certainly a, a doable schedule with how it sets up for the Lakers in the first month of the season as well coming up. Yeah, and by the way, it's only an observation from game one. I do think it goes back to a little bit of last year as well with Kevin Durant. Love the guy. Looks old. Yeah. Got to be honest. He's been a lot, a lot of time. Long time in the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a time when Kevin Durant would use his ball handling. He would get to like the free throw line extended or the elbow 
and we're talking like 15 footers, 18, whatever. It was automatic. He would get that lift up. The defender had no chance. Yep. You know, the shot was going in. I, the confidence now, and again, it was it's one game. I get it, but it also like was a thing last year when he he still gets that shot, but he's not knocking it down on a consistent basis. Yeah, it did not fall for no him. And there's something just to keep an eye well, on here. We finally get the matchup right. Remember, he was either injured or load management, whatever. Finally, LeBron going against KD here. Did you know that that was his first game back at Golden State ever? Or was it? I because of the injury I, I and how believe, yeah. it, it fell with the schedule? And, okay. and by the way, I love what the Warriors fans did. They gave him like a standing ovation. for It felt like yeah. two minutes. Good. So well-deserved there. Do you like anything in hockey? You know what jumps out to me? There's 11 games. Every total is six or six and a half. Oh, that's that's one thing to keep that. an eye on for yeah. sure. Yep. I would think Wild Flyers first period goes over, and that's and goal in the first ten should cash. Um, and the uh, the Oilers are home dogs against the Rangers, and Calgary's laying a big number against the Blues. Boston, no surprise, over three dollars. They haven't lost there at home against Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my eye on Colorado, Pittsburgh. Can the Avalanche keep this up? And I know our guy with pizza money on Georgia for Vezina. Guy uh, keeps winning games and he puts up dropped. these numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah, here, sure. here's the scary thing about Boston. It was last year too. The goaltending they're getting from both guys, Allmark and Swayman. Swayman's been just as good. His numbers overall, when you look right now, they compare favorably to like the elite goaltenders in the league. So it's like no easy night whatsoever for any of these teams offensively when you take on Boston. They're going to make it. You knew that anyway. That's who they yeah. are and what they do. But if they're going to get that, and it's basically no drop off. That's huge. How good are the Golden Knights? Very good. Are they? Because we had Jeff Davis on here from Circa. He doubted him going into the year. Well, mistake on his part. Well, if you see how Edmonton's playing, yeah. I mean, you have to say Vegas is a top five team. Vegas, Dallas, Colorado in the West. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely Dallas. Definitely. Yes. No doubt about it. With Dallas, they've been awesome. Yep. So I don't. I well, you're, mean, su- you're supposed to have the uh, letdown factor and little bit celebration mode, and they they come out and Cassidy has them rocking and rolling. Mike Palm, VP Circa Resort and Casino, joining the show coming up next. We'll have him compare the betting interest in the World Series to other random sporting events and dealing with large futures fizzling out, even though you profited via monetizing the ticket. Coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.